Welcome to the Circle 31 Podcast. I'm your host, Ayana Robinson-Dixon, and this is The Love Series. My guest today is Lizelle Renee Benjamin. She speaks to us today about how the church can better serve Christian singles, how not to devalue someone because of their marital status, and how Christian singles should view themselves as whole and complete people. Now, here is my conversation with LaSalle Renee Benjamin. Good day, everyone. My name is LaSalle Renee Benjamin, and I am a singles advocate as well as a Christian um, writer and blogger in the area of Christian singleness. I am also a single Christian, single, a Christian single, and I'm from the country of Trinidad and Tobago. Well, Lucille, we're so happy to have you with us on the Circle 31 podcast. We appreciate you being a part of the Love Series. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much. So before I talk tonight, uh, you let me know that you felt that in the church, there's a subtle glorification of marriage. Can you talk to us about what you meant by that? Um, This glorification of marriage in the church, it's it starts off in a very subtle way where you have um like everything seems to revolve around marriage you know um there are a lot of single people who feel isolated in the truth it's like we have married people on one side and on the other side you have these single people who are who feel very much isolated and you know the, the messages that they would they would usually preach about you know they would pray for they wouldn't really pray for singles if they do pray for singles in the church it would be you know specifically for a husband for a wife um and it would always sort of revolve around marriage but there are some single people who don't necessarily intend to get married there are some single people who believe that they are called to a life of singleness Mm -hmm. and also in the bible there were a lot of single people who well a lot of people who were led by god used by god and they weren't necessarily married so you know in the church we don't really have that sort of group or that sort of that, that that healthy view of singleness in the church I mean they would mostly preach on marriage you know they would encourage singles okay well you need to pray for a godly husband and if if you're if you're a man you need to pray for a godly wife and you know God is going to make it happen for you just wait on the Lord and that's usually the message that we get as single people mm-hmm. so uh, that's what I meant that that's thank you for laying that out and you brought up so many great points right there um, about assumptions that people make about singles, about Christian singles. And yeah. particularly what sticks out the most to me at this moment is you mentioning that when married, you know, some married people pray for some single people, that they're immediately mm-hmm. start praying for that spouse to come. <laughs> Where that is a yeah. single person is a whole person. Um, and let's not forget, you know, that there are other needs that this person has. So that was that was really good. Exactly. Yeah, I I wanted to ask um, what it's a two part question. What can singles do Mm -hmm. to avoid the mindset that singleness is something that needs to be fixed? Because you have some singles who are just fine. They're they're satisfied. They're happy with where they are Mm -hmm. in their season. But then you have some who may feel that they're not complete or something's not right because they don't have a spouse. So what how 
what can singles do to avoid having the mindset that singleness is something to be fixed? And then the part two to that is Mm -hmm. what can married believers do to be more supportive of those who are single and single again? Okay. So the first part of the question, um, what can single people do to avoid adopting the concept of singleness being something to fix? Well, first of all, I would say developing a healthy view of singleness. Um, a, a lot of us, I think the world has sort of preached this very, very unhealthy and false narrative of singleness that, you know, we, we hear it all the time that, you know, if you're single, you're lonely. And if you're married, you're happy. We hear that a lot of the time. Sure. And we believe that singleness is something to be fixed. But no, it is actually a part of part of life (laughs) there are a lot of married people I mean um, in fact all married people were once single so singleness wasn't necessarily something to fix really it was it's just a part of life that we all have to go through and once we develop that healthy view of singleness knowing you know from the standpoint of God knowing that that there is a purpose for us even that doesn't matter what season we are in we don't have to be confined to a particular place we don't have to feel like you know we we can't be anything more than what God wants us to be just because we are single no Mm -hmm. singleness we don't have to be defined by it we don't have to be confined to it we just have to understand that okay this is a place in our lives but there is so much more that God has for us and it should not stop us from stepping into the fullness of God's divine purpose for our lives. And the second part to that question with um, how can married people um, support singles, you know, um, singles who, well, those who are single and those who are single again. Well, I would say the same thing, married, even married people can learn a lot about singleness. They, they could educate themselves on singleness and and seeing it in a healthy view, developing a healthy perspective on it, you know, and and really trying to understand, really trying to step into the shoes of your single friends, your single brothers and sisters, you know, understanding them. Because I believe, I think a lot of married people will tend to give advice. They they tend to give advice first, but I, I would say before giving advice, try to understand first, try to empathize first. And then you can you can speak from a place of empathy and not necessarily from a place of superiority. Mm, so that that's what that I would good. say. Mm-hmm. That is so good. And yeah. I need you to let's let's park there for a second. Yeah. So okay, let's go deeper with that comment of 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 some married people needing to speak from a place of empathy mm-hmm. rather than superiority. Can you talk about why your thoughts on why that era of superiority is there for some married people to singles well I would say that 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 superiority is there again for the unhealthy view this unhealthy view of not just singleness but marriage as well so there are a lot of single people who well those who were single they looked down on their singleness they would have shamed their singleness and until they reached the point of marriage they just brought that that concept, that, that, that narrative into, into their marriage. Mm-hmm. So they became married people who also looked down at single people because they looked down at their own singleness when they That's were single. So good. when they became married people now, it's like they, they don't have that understanding. They don't have that empathy for single people because singleness was a place that they, they learned how to avoid. 
They, they believed that that was a place that they just had to escape. It was a place to endure. And it was Man. not really a, a season to enjoy. They only believed that marriage was the only thing that, that you could enjoy. That singleness was not something that you could go through and you could really make a difference. You know, that God wasn't necessarily keeping you single because he wants to make your life miserable. No, God was using you. God wanted to use you through your singleness mm. so that you could help others. Yes. So that when they get married, like when, when you get married, you could be a, in a source of inspiration and encouragement to single people. Because single people, a lot of them, yes, they want to get married. But, you know, just because as, sing, as married people, just because somebody might be married doesn't mean that they could give marital advice. And just because somebody might be in a relationship doesn't mean that they could give relationship advice. The sale, right? the sale, the sale. That's yeah, true. so, and, and that's the thing. A lot of people believe that, well, I, I, was, I was listening recently. There was, um, there was this woman, right? So she, would, she was claiming to like help single people and, you know, she gives good relationship advice and she was using the fact that, you know, she's been single for a long time, you know, and she got married. So she was helping people to, to be to get married helping single people to get married so um she was but, but basically what she was doing was um using the well she, she made a statement she said that while she was single there was something keeping her single for so long and what it was was she, the fact that she was listening taking advice from her single friends and mm -hmm. so she said that what the, the reason how she was able to get married was because she stopped listening to single people she distanced herself from single people and she she started to look and and she started to look at the married people people who had what she wanted mm -hmm. and um and sometimes you know sing, single people may not necessarily have you know they, they, they're not married so they don't they may not have well they are single people who have been married before right. and divorced so they may have good advice to give you know but the thing is we, we have to really have a heart for the people that we're trying to reach. Okay. You, you, you can't just give advice. You can't be preaching marital advice to me and you're looking down at, at my singleness. You know, because we, I mean, people like to say all the time in church, okay, you need to be whole before you get married. Be whole. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is true. But we cannot shame ourselves into wholeness. Oh. We need to develop a healthy view of singleness and marriage. We need to develop that. We need to look into the word of God. What does God say about us? Who are we in Christ? Because who we are in Christ, our identity is not hinged or it is not, it, it, it is not based on whether we are married or not. Who we are in Christ is based on who we are in Christ. Amen. You know, God loves us all, married and single. He loves us all. We are all part of his body. And so, you know, that is why we, we should really, you know, try to develop that, that, that healthy view of singleness and marriage and preach that, preach that message to, to, to others. That is great. And I wanted to ask a, a follow-up question to that. Why do you think some singles aren't happening? That Why do you think some singles aren't tapping into the fullness of their lives in their season of singleness? Wow, that's a beautiful question, Ayana. Mm -hmm. Um. I just recently, um, God has been speaking to me uh, like in the, the same area because for a long time as a single person, and, I, and I'm speaking from a place, I, I'm a single person myself, right? So I can only speak from that place. Yeah. And as a single person, I 
I used to literally live in a box and God started to show me this just recently. I was living in a little circle and I would call this circle the circle of singleness. And this circle of singleness, what it was, it's like a mindset. It's a mindset that many single people have. Um, They're not aware that they have it, but it's a mindset that keeps us bound and it keeps us limited from all that God has in store for us, all that God wants to do for us. And God literally, he literally painted a graphical representation of what this meant. So he, he showed me the, the, the little circle and, he, and I had to draw a little stick woman in the circle. And that was me, that represented me. Mm-hmm. And I put the circle and he showed me, okay, like Lissell, this is where you are right now. And then he told me, draw a big circle around that. And when I drew the big circle around that, he said, look at, look at the room that you have outside of this little circle that you're living in. And you are choosing to be confined to this little circle. But look at how much, look at the vastness of the, of the greatness that I have in store for you. And so in that bigger circle was literally the purpose of God. It was new relationships. It was friendships. It was, you know, the divine opportunities, things that God had in store for me. But I was just, you know, restricting myself to that little circle. Mm-hmm. And God was telling me, listen, this, this is not the time to restrict yourself to one season in your life. Don't glorify your singleness. Don't glorify this, this one place that you are in. You need to step outside of, of that circle and experience what God has for you. God has so much more for you. That's good. Yeah. Wow. That And that visual that you gave us of the stick, the stick girl, the stick lady mm-hmm. and the circle <laughs> and the big circle. That yeah. is such a vivid image. Wow, that is awesome. I would love for you to talk to the singles that are listening and hopefully prayerfully by now they're starting to feel some encouragement, but there may be some that are still struggling with feeling left out. They may or might be struggling with finding purpose. Um, can you offer some words of encouragement to those singles that fit in that category? Sure. So as single people, I, I want you guys to know that God has a purpose for your life. You know, singleness should not hold you back from that purpose. Your in marriage, a lot of there are a lot of single people who are waiting to get married in order to start living. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to know that you don't have to do that. Your life, your life is happening now. You know like your purpose is not waiting on you to get married in order to be fulfilled. God has a purpose for you right here and right now. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to wait till you get married. You don't have to wait. Marriage will come for a lot of us. Sure. It will, but God doesn't want us to put our lives on pause until then. God wants us to live out our lives. No, we need to live out our lives aggressively just recently, I, I, I was witnessing this, this young lady. She was 30, my age, mm-hmm. and she died of cancer, unfortunately. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But like her last hours of, of, of death, before her death, she, her, her main thing was that she wanted to get married. And she was saying, listen, I, I, if I don't get married before I die, I'm going to regret this for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And I, it was just sad because why should we wait till our dying bed? to like to, to like that that shouldn't be the, the main thing right. yes marriage is important but don't glorify marriage mm-hmm. don't glorify marriage either because what should be important is you know salvation as well 
where are we going to spend the rest of eternity? God's purpose for our lives matters. And we need to live out that. We need to focus, we need to, you know, focus on what is truly important. Yes, marriage is important, but I want us to remind ourselves of Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. And it basically says that you need to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. It didn't say seek ye first marriage. It didn't say seek ye first finances. No. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things, marriage, relationships, whatever it is, all these things shall be added unto us. And I want us to bear that in mind. I want us to remember that. I want us to to focus on God, to put our focus on Jesus. Because in him, all things come together. All things have its being. Everything works out when we put God's first in our lives. Beautiful. Uh, LaSalle, I'd, I'd love for us to end our time together with you sharing a few scriptures that are meaningful to you with, with our audience. Sure. So um, one of the scriptures, they're like about, let's say about two two main scriptures or three main scriptures, I, I would say. Um, one of the scriptures is in Habakkuk chapter two, verse three, and I'm just going to read that for you shortly. Um, It says, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. That That scripture is so important to me because there are a lot of us single. We have been single for a long time. There are those of us who are single 30 years and over. Mm -hmm. And you may feel as though God has forgotten you. You may feel as though, you know, the whole world is is moving on and you're just there waiting to be married. I I want the scripture in Habakkuk to encourage us that though the vision, though though, though it tarry, we need to wait for it because the vision is for an appointed time and it will happen. It will come to pass. And we need to we need to stay grounded. We need to stay grounded. And the other scripture, which has been um very important scripture um in my singleness, um, I'm just gonna read it. It's just really short. Well, it's actually in John chapter four. And there's a this part of the, the woman at the well, mm-hmm. basically, she was looking to 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 get that water she she didn't know what she was what she was coming for mm-hmm. right she didn't know what she was what she was after but, but jesus knew and jesus positioned himself for that very moment that very purpose there yeah. and it speaks there's a part that speaks about husband mm-hmm. right there's a part that says um go call thy husband and come hither yes. and the woman answered and said i have no husband and then jesus said to her thus has said well i have no husband for thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou now hast is not thy husband. Mm-hmm. Right? And that part, that part, God had given me a revelation on that particular part. Um, and the revelation basically was there was one day I was listening to this song, and then God just spoke to me, and he was like, Lissell, stop praying for a husband. He said, When you're referring to your future spouse, Stop saying a husband. Refer to him as your husband. My. So he said, he said, don't, don't say a don't say I am praying, Lord, I'm praying for a husband. He said, No, say I'm praying for my husband. And he said, the reason for that 
is because I am not giving you a husband. I, I am giving you your husband. Now, yeah. I don't know who this will reach to. I don't know who I'm speaking to today. But God is saying, don't pray for a husband. There are a lot of single people praying for a husband. God says, pray for your husband. You need to personalize it. Mm. Because you could end up with a man who is not your husband. You could end up with a wife who's not your wife. Right? In the uh, sense that yes. that person may not be God ordained. That person is not the is not the one. Right. And and I told myself, and since from that revelation, I was like, I don't want to be wasting time dating men who are not my husband. Just like what <laughs> the scripture says. I, I don't want to waste my time. I want I, I want my husband. I want what God has for me. And I want I want you also as singles to also adopt that. Also pray for your husband start praying for your husband those who believe that you are called to marriage because i know a lot of us are called to marriage i pray that you know god will god will lead us god will encourage us along this journey this is a perfect note to end on i want to thank you so much yeah for your encouraging words and the love that you have for god's people may god continue to enlarge your platform and um, may the Holy Spirit continue to guide people to hear your message of hope and purpose. So thank you yeah. so much for sharing with us today and being a guest on the Circle 31 podcast for the Love Series. We enjoyed having you with us today. Thank you so much. That concludes today's episode of the Love Series. We hope that you were encouraged and inspired. Visit our website at circle31internationalwomensministry.org to sign up to receive podcast updates. And as a thank you for signing up, you will receive the 28-day Love Series Devotional Guide. Check out our YouTube channel for the Love Series playlist. It's a collection of our guests' favorite songs. You can find us on YouTube at circle 31 Women's. M-I-N. That's Circle 31 W-O-M-E-N-S-M-I-N. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Thank you for joining us today.